is there an audio series out there that can create an alternative personality in your brain? One of a mindless bimbo. And are the mountains we see around us really the stumps of giant trees today on Dead Rabbit Radio? Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Dead Rabbit Radio. I'm your host, Jason Carpenter. I'm having a great day. I hope you're having a great day too. I'm having a better day. Yesterday's episode, you know, was probably the most, is definitely the longest I've released. And I ended up working, I started, I think I started recording around 11 o'clock at night. And by the time I was finalized, it was maybe one in the morning. I'd actually tried going to bed, couldn't sleep, woke up because I wasn't going to do the episode. Woke up to the episode. It, that's that's probably honestly the most authentic episode of the series. That's probably the closest you would get to actually talking to me. Where I at a certain point at the beginning, I was like, "Some of these facts they're somewhere on my notes, but I'm just going to say what I think." I still don't know where the Isle of Man is and the yawn in the middle. By the time I got to the yawn that pops up in the middle of that episode, it was about 12:30 when I was editing it. And I was like, I there's no way I'm going to be able to cut around this. I think I yawned in the middle of a word and then started the next word. There's a lot of editing that goes on in this podcast. I usually the episodes usually run about 30-40 minutes and then I'll chop out 10-15 minutes of it to get into the range I want, which is generally around 25 minutes. But last night's episode, I was like, I there's I can cut here and there, but I'm just going to let the episode stand. I really need to go and get some sleep. But uh, I think it was probably my favorite episode so far because it was just kind of a moment. It was kind of a moment. And I liked both of those stories. Jeff the Talking Mongoose and my history at the Stanley Hotel. And I woke up this morning. You know, I feel bad. People who um, comment on YouTube, I can respond really quickly. And people who comment on Gmail, I can respond really quickly. But the Podbean website, which is where this podcast is hosted, I don't know how to respond to people. But after last night's episode, where I was pretty down while I was recording it. It definitely cheered me up while I was doing it. And then I got down again as I was editing it up until one in the morning. I woke up this morning and podcast user, and forgive me if I pronounced your name, but Ariana Blackmon21 just did good episode. Gave me a little comment. Good episode, which is nice. I'm glad you appreciated it. I love reading comments like that. It was something nice to wake up to. So I appreciate that. Thank you. Thanks to everyone who reaches out. But I wanted to go ahead and highlight that one because I had no other way to respond. Now, I talked before about... How to Unleash Your Gay Lust Demon, I think was the name. It was a video that, if you watched, was supposed to turn you gay. And I watched it, and it didn't have any effect on me. Except, like I said, it made me realize that everyone in the world has a bigger dick than I do. But there's another audio program. This one has no video attached to it. And, you know, the How to Unleash Your Gay Lust Demon, all the comments were like, Yeah, this video totally rocks. I'm totally gay now. There's another thing out there. It's called Bambi Sleeps. Now, if you know what Bambi Sleeps is, if you've encountered it in the past and you don't want to be reactivated, I just skip ahead 10 minutes because we're going to talk about it and we're going to play a little bit of an audio file from it. So Bambi Sleeps, what it is, is it is a series of audio files. There's quite a lot of them that you're supposed to listen to while you're awake. They have, there's so many of them because they're supposed to be for different phases. First, you listen to, from what I understand, the series, 
and then they have a file that's like a rapid induction that just con- like puts you into the hypnotic state. These ones focus specifically on hypnosis. And you listen to them when you're awake, so you're conscious. Then you listen to them while you're sleeping. And what it does, what, what the pitch is, is that it creates a new personality inside of you called Bambi. So it creates this new personality inside you named Bambi. And she is super horny, and she's really dumb. She's a bimbo. And her only goal in life is to be stupid and flirty and dress up in nice clothes and have sex with as many men as possible. So again, we're back in the gay, sissy, mind control thing. And that is a fetish of that community. So it's not, you go, well, how come there's no, like, hypnosis to, you know, want to bang two girls at the same time? Because that's not part of the fetish. It's some people in the sissy community, which is which is different than the transgender community. Sissies are generally... It's 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 the hypersexualization of transgender. You can be transgender and say, you know, I'm a woman. I'm as a, a male-born woman, and th- I want to be identified as a woman, and this is how I want to live my life. And sex is a component of that. The sissy side would be the opposite. I want to have the the sex is the overriding goal of it, and I being identified as a woman only in the context of having sex. So it's not about you know, equal rights in restrooms or political access or anything like that. It's all sexual. It's a sexual fetish. They have entire websites dedicated to sissy hypnos. Sissy hypnotic videos. It's a huge subset. People watch these videos and they, you know, jack off or they go off and blow a dude. I don't know. But Bambi Sleeps is different than that. Bambi Sleeps is meant to create a new personality inside of you. Now, because there's such this sissy hypnosis community, it it took off. People are like, oh, this is totally awesome. Like, it will finally turn you into that brain-dead bimbo slut you've always wanted to be. But user reports have started coming back, saying, don't ever listen to this. It ruined my life. This is true hypnosis. This created personality disassociative disorder things. Stay away. This is not fun. People have reported, you know, I was reading one report, the guy's like, I called in sick to work the other day and just listened to Bambi sleeps for eight hours on a loop. Other people have complained that they don't, they can't walk as well anymore. Like it's ruined their motor skills. They kind of walk like a, they're a man who presents themselves as a man to the world, but they find themselves kind of moving in the way of an exaggerated bimbo. A lot of them have complained about getting dumber. They've said, I have a hard time spelling. I have a hard time, you know, saying proper grammar, sentences, things like that, sentence structure. The Even the positive, like, reviews will say, this video will give you the IQ, of the equivalent of 75 to 85 IQ points, which is retarded. Like, that is, that's retarded. I'm not using that word as a slang. That is medically retarded. If you're at 75 IQ, you are Retarded. I can't think of any other word for it. You're, you're, you are mentally challenged. I guess I could use that word a hundred times, but so, and also, like, if you're not dressed up in girly clothes, you'll get angry. And, and they say, so the video, the audio files, when people have reviewed them, some people again review them glowingly. This is the person I've always wanted to be. And other people have said the files are created in such a way. Because there's transcripts and everything like that. The files are created in such a way that the more you try to think... When you get to a certain phase of listening to the audio clips, 
there's safety mechanisms, but not safety mechanisms for you, safety mechanisms for Bambi. The more you try to think about how you used to be, Bambi will come out. And the more you think about Bambi, Bambi will come out. So no matter what you do, you can't override the programming. These are the uh, first file. These are the names of the first set of files that comes with it. Rapid induction, which puts you to sleep and gets the process started. Bubble induction, and that is where it's really bizarre. You take It tells you to take your earliest childhood memories, put them in a pink bubble, and then you pop it, and the memories go away. Then you take your middle school memories, put them in a pink bubble, and pop it, and then those memories go away. And it goes through this whole process, and what it is is it's clearing the slate, clearing your mental slate for Bambi to have room to grow. So again, that's way different than, you know, suck a dick for Satan. It's, that was just like, suck, suck, suck a dick. This is like actually going through a process of, of like a mind wipe. Next one is bubble acceptance. I, I think that's when they're creating the new memories. It goes on a bit. Um, we have Bambi IQ lock is one. So that's where it's kind of locking you into that stupid phase. Bambi body lock is, again, where she's starting to take control of the way that you move. Bambi attitude lock is starting to make you more slutty. Bambi uniformed is actually, I know, where you have... I know, from reviews. I have not listened to these in full yet, but Bambi uniformed is uh, having to dress up in girly clothes. So if you find yourself at work and you're wearing a suit and tie or, you know, you're at school and you're wearing, like, jeans and a t-shirt, you'll start to get angry. You can't wait home to put your bra... And then all these videos are designed to basically, like, break down your normal personality and create this Bambi alter ego. Bambi takeover is... Basically, you're allowing her access in your body. And then the last two are Bambi Coxlut. That's where they, after all of these files, they finally introduce. Now you got to go off and have sex with all these dudes. And the last file is Bambi Awakens, where she takes full control. Now, obviously, it's not like you listen to it one time and you're like, I'm Bambi. Want to have sex with me? It's you keep playing it over and over and over again. Now, what happens? People have said... Again, anecdotal, but the bad reviews have come in and they said that, you know, you, you get addicted to the audio files and you, they just be, they take over your life. You can't wait to listen to them again. You'll just listen to them on loop over and over and over and over again until it actually does begin to wipe your memory. You have a hard time concentrating and remembering things like that. And you're like, Jason, that is the most ridiculous thing in the world. None of that stuff sounds like it'll, it'll work at all. Here's my thing. You're, you're probably right. I think that the bad reviews could be, again, part of the fetish. I think the bad reviews are people going, this is the worst thing, it's taken over my life, it turned me into a total cockslut, my name is Bambi now, and that's part of the fetish. So they're like, oh, I can't wait to listen to Bambi Sleeps. But, you know, people, there's always been that thing like, hypnosis doesn't work on people, you can't make them do anything that they wouldn't want to do. And first off, obviously, these people would like to do this stuff, that's why they're listening to these files in the first place. But I think... I think you can hypnotize people standing right in front of you. I think hypnotize is kind of the wrong word, but social engineering is a better word. You can stand right in front of someone, and with the right combination of words, not magic, just persuasion, you can get them to do things they might not otherwise do. I can't walk up to someone and convince them to commit murder, but I can walk up to someone, or anyone really can do that, and you through the combinations of words, the combinations of empathy and the way your body posture is and everything like that, you can actually convince people to do things, to make small decisions. So the mind can be hacked. 
You may not be able to swing a watch in front of somebody and hypnotize them, but I think in between the level of social engineering and the level of somebody who knows the maximum potential of social engineering and how the brain works and how like the theta waves and all that stuff goes around, I think you could create a file. I think you could create some sort of audio or visual presentation that could push susceptible people over the edge. That's my first theory. My second theory, this is going to get out there, but what if, what if there's something more sinister behind it? This is kind of sci-fi horror-ish, but what if it was a way to like break down your brain so much that some sort of entity could lock onto you? And for some people, they accept the entity. I know you're Jason. You're like, Jason, you, you've totally lost your skepticism hat this episode, but wait for the next segment. What if it breaks you down so much on a level that some sort of entity could latch onto you and basically ruin your life or possess you or something like that? I don't know. It's really weird. Knowing the superstition, and, and again, I said the two theories that it could be someone who made it who really knows how to brainwash people or knows how the human mind works on a biological and a emotional level. It could be some sort of like evil conspiracy by demons to take over people. I think both of those are not very likely. I think that it probably is a, a an effective fetish audio clip that turns otherwise susceptible people to take their fetish a little too far. Here's my question. Would you listen to this series? It's going to be linked in the show notes. <laughs> now I'm part of the conspiracy. Would you listen to all of Bambi Sleeps? I don't know if I would. I'm going to. <laughs> I'm going to have to. I didn't want to listen to it before this episode because I would ran out of time and I kind of wanted to talk about it and then come back to it. But I was like, what if I listen to it and I get dumber? Like, what if it is possible to... And let's put it this way. It is possible to break people's brains and create disassociative personalities in them. We know it's possible because it happens on accident. And if it happens on accident, I'm sure that governments and other institutions have figured out ways to do it on purpose. But like, if you, if you abuse people constantly, they will create a separate personality to deal with that abuse. It doesn't happen all the time, but we do see that it happens. So Bambi sleeps. Would you listen to it? I also have another question while I was listening to this. There is even a subset of sissy hypno community where it is videos and audios to make women sluttier. Like you listen to it and it makes them dumber and them want to sleep with a bunch of people. Where do I find those? Where do I find those videos and, and clips? And you'd be like, hey, if you heard the new Ariana Grande song, you have to listen to it for eight hours straight and you have to call in sick to work. But here you go. Uh, let's just move. <laughs> let's just move on to the next story. So. There are no forests. Now, when you hear that phrase, you're like, what? No, there's there are forests. I see them all the time. I saw Robin Hood. And there are forests, obviously, but what we think are forests aren't forests, they're bushes. There's just a bunch of bushes in a confined area, like a hedge maze. So when you go to, like, Yellowstone, it's just bushes everywhere. And you go to, what's another famous forest? Or you go back to Yellowstone, you go there again, it's just bushes everywhere. The real trees have all been cut down. 
And you've seen these trees. They're called mountains. So what this theory is, is that trees, the mountains, <laughs> the mountains that we see used to be giant trees. And if the mountain is like craggly, it's because the tree fell over. And I can show you a photo of a tree that fell over with a craggly stump. And then I can show you a picture of a mountain that's all jagged and they look exactly the same. So then you go, Jason, that doesn't make sense. And I go, well, I didn't finish showing you photos on a podcast yet. Mesas, plateaus, those are trees that have been cut down. Did you know that? Those are trees that have been cut down. Because I can show you a picture of a stump (laughs) of a tree that's been cut down. And then I can show you a picture of a mesa. I go, hey, look at it. It looks the same, doesn't it? These two things that are made of completely different materials, completely different sizes, guess what? They, these pictures look the same. And then you go, Jason, that's, that's quite clever. You're right. You've shown me now four photos, and I'm quite convinced. However, what about volcanoes? Hmm? Never seen a tree with hot lava in it. And I go, mm, wait, hold on. Volcanoes, the hot lava is nuclear waste. And it's, uh, it's a chemical waste that's burning in it. And they basically just put waste in the trees slash mountains and then you go whoa whoa, whoa, who's they and i look at you and i go the giants of course so what this theory is it's an offshoot of flat earth but it's actually gaining steam among other conspiracy theorists is that mountains and mesas and all that stuff used to be giant trees that went 10 20 miles up into the sky and we could calculate it they would go that high because of the size of the base And what we're seeing, basically, to the giants of the old world, that our forest, our puny little homo sapien forest, would look like just little bushes or weeds compared to these 10-mile-high trees. The giants who used to live here not only cut down the giant trees and used the wood to do giant stuff, I guess, they also, all of the gorges of the world, or quarries, Impact sites of meteors? Nope. Quarries. That was actually giants digging stuff out of the ground. Did you know that if you look up at the map of the Earth, that all the deserts, all the main deserts of the planet, are in a line? And that's not because the way that the equator goes around and the temperature differential and certain... No, 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 no. It's because that is where... The Giants threw all their sand from digging. I'm I'm not making... Well, I'm not making this up. Somebody did. This is a really fast-growing conspiracy theory. So deserts are where the Giants, like, they dug up a quarry. They dug up the Grand Canyon and then hauled the dirt to the Sahara. It's ridiculous. And I also... My push... There's a thousand pushbacks on this, but... Why is it that it seems that every gorge has a river running through it? It's not because the river cut the gorge. It's because the giants did. Now, what's weird about this theory, other than the fact that people are trying to claim that there are no forests, is that, you know, I've talked to a couple people about this one. 
I'll run into people and they'll say, what are you working on for your next episode? And I'll say, there are no forests. Trees used to be giant and I go into the whole spiel I just went into. And I've had more than a few people go, hmm. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, hmm. They're like, it's a very comforting thought. It's like, what? Because, you know, I approach this stuff, like I said, as I'm reading it, I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to go into the mindset of someone who believes this. And then I start to shred it apart. But when you throw out conspiracy theories to people who don't normally talk about conspiracy theories, they can have a wide range of reactions. Oh, and I want to say right now, this story comes, I've heard about this conspiracy before, but the idea for doing this as a story comes from Matthew, from Gmail. So uh, Matthew sent me an email saying, hey, you know, I saw this on 4chan, why don't you cover this? And so I appreciate that. I always appreciate people throwing out story ideas. Jeff was also a recommended story. So thanks, Matthew. Um, I talked to a couple of people and they were like, Hmm. And I read an article, and it was interesting, as I was doing my research, this article was saying, it was talking about it in conjunction with Flat Earth, they said there is something comforting. There is something comforting to know that the world was once more lush and vibrant and beautiful than it is today. That nature was so out of control that trees could grow to touch the night sky. And we're living on the husk. We're living on a planet that's a husk. And when we look around and we see wildlife being taken away and housing developments go up. And and I think that's why this has taken hold. The first real... This is a fairly, fairly recent conspiracy theory. It, it started with a YouTube video from like Crimea. That's really where it kind of took off. And then an English translation of the video came out. And since then, it's really taken off. Now, yeah, 2016 is when this conspiracy theory took off. So it was about two years ago. So this video came out, and it basically was a video showing a stump of a tree and a mesa and saying, name ten differences. You can't. You can only name two. Material composition and size. Look at these hexagons. This can't be done by anything other than a tree. This Look at this. And the thing is, it's the same thing with Flat Earth, where they'll throw out... Like, I'm watching the video, and they're like, look at how this stone is like a hexagon. This is impossible any way other than a tree. Now, I don't know a lot about how trees grow or how rocks form. So, if I didn't... if I One, if I was already suspicious of the scientific community, or two, I really didn't care, I'd watch that and go, whoa, yeah, he's right. That is how only trees can look like that. But when you look into the science of it, they'll go, no, you know, it has to do with like this type of flow and this type of composition of rock and the weathering and blah, 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 blah. They've done hundreds and hundreds of years of research on why these rocks form the way they formed. But to know that, I'm going to have to go and Google a bunch of stuff. Or I could just watch this video and you just throw out fact after fact after fact after fact and it wears you down. Sometimes the the knowledge barrier between the layman and the scientists does get a little impenetrable, so you bounce back. You hear the conspiracy theory, you try to research it scientifically, you don't really get it, and then you jump back down to the conspiracy theory. I think that's why stuff like these things really take hold. Also, it is something that you can look at something and go, I don't see a horizon on the planet. People are telling me there is a curve, but I don't see it at all. So any information I get is going to be based on my physical senses. I can look at this photo of a mesa and look at this photo of a tree, and they look the same. And I know trees can get petrified and turned into rock. 
Using my knowledge of science, I can make that comparison. And the weirdest thing is, the people who say there are no forests say, oh no, there are regular mountains too. Just some of the mountains were giant trees. What? So how do I know which ones? Because see, some of them just peek out. They not they don't look like broken, jagged mountain ranges. It's just a giant mountain. And they go, no, no, Mount Everest is real. But this other mountain used to be a tree. We'll see what type of traction this conspiracy gets. I honestly think it's going to take off. I think it's going to get really, really big. Because I think people find it very charming to think we live in a a planet that is not living up to its full potential. I was reading an article there actually saying that a lot of old myths are based around the idea of, uh, you know, Tiamat, who we talked about during Anticosmic Satanism, but the, I think he's from Babylonian mythology. He died, and our world is based on his guts. Like, our world is created from his death. And they were talking about other creation myths where something had to be destroyed for the world to become what it is. And they're saying that that's another reason why this idea is so attractive, because we're living in this world that is simply a ghost of the power it used to be. I think it's going to take off. I think flat Earth is is fairly easy to debunk, because you can just be like, put a GoPro on a, on a balloon or whatever, and they go, no, the GoPro lens, it's fish, fish-eyed, fish-eyed. But you can say, and people go, well, no, of course I'm a globe because I took a plane from here to there. However, I did see a mesa once and it looked like a tree stump. I, I think that the I think that this may overcome flat Earth as far as like the most popular dumb conspiracy theory. Because it has a natural attraction, the visual evidence is there, and the scientific language to explain how, I mean, you can explain how gorges are formed, but then people are like, well, what about this? And what about, it's like with 9-11, they're never happy. You explain one thing, they're like, what about this? What about this? What about this? Eventually, scientists go, well, you know, we have a theory about that. And people go, a theory? That means it's not true. I believe that giants mind that gorge, and the scientist just walks away. Well, how do these hexagons grow on this plateau? Well, it went like this, went like this, went like this, and then we have a theory. Theory, pff, it used to be a tree. I, I Yeah. So get ready for a whole slew of books, videos, all sorts of stuff on this thing. Trees are bushes. Mountains are trees. And the desert was dirt from all the quarries of the world. It does, it does have a nice magical ring to it. Middle Earth, Pandora, these worlds of just like unbridled nature. But we have to accept it's not true, as much as it sounds nice, because that's just, it's foolish. It really is foolish. A mountain is not and never was a tree. DeadRabbitRadio at gmail.com is going to be your email address. You can also hit us up at facebook.com slash deadrabbitradio. Twitter is at Jason O. Carpenter. Dead Rabbit Radio is the daily paranormal conspiracy and true crime podcast. You don't have to listen to it every day, but I'm glad you listened to it today. Have a great one, guys. Peace.